everyone, it's Natasha Toddy Weston, entrepreneur, content creator, and three times best-selling author. Let's scratch the titles. I'm just the girl next door. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about being an open book, bringing current events from the real world and my world to the table to give my sisters from other misters insight, wisdom, and real talk about life, business, and all that other ish. The reason I created Table Talk with Toddy is because I've spent the last decade mostly online talking to people, more specifically millennial women all around the world about the ups and downs that come with building a brand, being a mom, and having a personal life. And what I eventually realized was that we all have many of the same questions, curiosities, and challenges. So here we are. On the Table Talk with Toddy podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and I'm pretty sure we'll be pouring it up together on many occasions. It's about time that you got a relatable, unapologetic view on life as a creative living in the 21st century. On this show, you'll hear from some of my close friends, family, and guests that I've learned a thing or two from over the last decade. Get ready for some ahas, mm-hmms, and yes girls, because at this table, nothing, and I mean nothing, is off limits. Be sure to subscribe to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hey, hey, welcome to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. I am your host, Natasha Toddy Weston. Welcome to today's show. If you're an oldie but a goodie, welcome back. If you are absolutely new here today, welcome. I'm so, so, so excited that you are here and you came on the right day because you're in for a treat. I'll be dropping lots of gems today and I can hardly wait to dive in. But first things first, if you didn't listen to the season premiere episode or last week's episode, make sure you go back and catch up at tabletalkwithtati.com. And if you haven't heard the news yet, we are now streaming, ladies and gentlemen, on Amazon Music. We were one of the very first podcasts to be invited to the platform. And so, of course, I want you guys to stream uh, through your Alexas and your, your big screen TVs and all that good stuff. Um, and, and show Amazon Music some love for having us on their platform. So before we dive in, I want to catch up really quick. I want to find out how you guys have been doing since the um, what will go down in history, the election that took place on last week. I don't know about y'all, but I am super happy that we have a new president and the first black, and not just the first black, but the first woman vice president ever. So last week was a stressful week, but it was um, definitely a very monumental week. And so I know we're all able to kind of exhale a little bit and kind of get back into our regularly scheduled programs. Um, I hope you guys are taking care of your mental health as well. Um, I want to start talking a little bit more about that, especially as it pertains to being an entrepreneur, running a business, and all of the things that we um, have our hands in. Um, So I've been spending a little less time on social media Um, Just because, number one, I've been super duper busy. Totspot Media clientele has not necessarily grown tremendously, but we've had a lot of projects running with our existing clientele. So if you don't know, uh, Totspot Media is my bread and butter. (laughs) It is my creative content and digital marketing agency, and we have been super duper duper busy 
I think since we last hung out here on the show. So today's episode is going to be very, very, very good. And I'm not just saying that because it's me, but I'm saying that because I always can tell and kind of predict the episodes that you guys are going to love, mostly because I'm really, really, really dropping some gems today. And it stemmed from, today's episode stemmed from a caption on a post that I've made on social media earlier this week. I posted a picture and I pretty much just kind of shared what was on my thought on my mind at the moment, which is what I typically do. And I posted a caption that said, quote, I stopped praying for money a long time ago. My prayer now is for clarity, confidence to articulate that clarity and wisdom to handle the benefits that come with it. Now, I received a lot of DMs in response to this, so I thought that I'd use it as an opportunity to dig a little bit deeper. Well, probably a lot deeper by the time we get to the end of the show. Now, as someone who has been in this whole entrepreneurial space for over a decade now, I'm sure you can just imagine how many prayers I've sent up to the good Lord above you guys for some money in many different cases. It seems like as a business owner, you're always praying for money, right? Whether it's money to pay pay your bills, money to take a vacation to get a break from the business, or money to continue to run the business, whatever it is, I feel like we're always praying for money. Now, obviously, this is one of the main reasons why anyone would start a business, right? But what I've learned is that while money may be the bottom line, it shouldn't be the focal point. When money and money alone only becomes the focal point, it then becomes easy to lose clarity in what it is you're supposed to be doing to make the money in the first place, right? You lose confidence in your message because you're doing all the things and forget about wisdom because that often goes out of the window. Because at this point, think about it, you're probably blind because again, all you're seeing is money. And if that money is not physically tangibly there or you feel like it's not within your reach, you start getting delusional and just start getting desperate. So today I want to go there for a bit. In the season premiere, which was a couple episodes back, episode 73, go check it out. I kind of touched on how to build a bulletproof, long-lasting brand. But today I want to backtrack just a little bit and specifically talk to my entrepreneurs out there because I know that's primarily who listens to the show. Now, before we dive in, of course, I have a couple of quick favors to ask of you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Um, You can do this again at Apple Music. TabletalkWithTati.com, Amazon Music, or whatever your favorite podcasting directory is, we're everywhere. Share today's episode with your crew, rate and leave a review for us on our Facebook page or on Apple Music so that I know you guys what you're loving about the show and I can continue to bring you some of the best episodes ever. Let's go ahead and get into the show. There are a couple of different angles that I want to tackle this from today. First, I want to break down that caption that I shared with you a few moments ago and explain exactly what I meant by it. Then I want to bring it all home by giving you the exact strategy I use in my own business that has put me in position, you guys, drum roll, to double my revenue this year, even during a global pandemic. And let me add to that, even during the year where I was able to walk away from my nine to five that I've had for the last two years, right? So all of this happened as a result of me getting clear, confident, and operating with wisdom, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So let me read the caption that I uh, posted on social media earlier this week that kind of prompted today's show. And then I want to break down uh, that caption and bring it all home in the end. So the caption stated, 
I stopped praying for money a long time ago. My prayer now is for clarity, confidence to articulate that clarity, and wisdom to handle the benefits that come with it. So let's dive into clarity over money first, because I think, well, I know that if you don't tackle this right here at this point, everything else that we talk about in today's show is really, it's kind of like, you know, a table with no legs. Clarity are the legs. So I'm a huge advocate in understanding the words that we use. And I think that is one of the biggest problems now is that we're all quoting things and we're all retweeting and reposting things, but we don't really get to the meat of what these words and these things mean. And I feel like clarity is one of those words that is heavily thrown around. Um, You know, you hear people say, get clear on your target audience, get clear on your messaging, get clear on your purpose. But it's like, what does that actually mean? So in today's episode, I want to break down a lot of the words that I'm going to be throwing out just because I don't want you to continue to move forward, not really having a knee-deep understanding as to what you're saying, right? Some of you know that you need more clarity, but you don't really know what that looks like. And the reason why you don't know what that looks like is most of the time, because you're not really clear. You have like a surface level understanding of the word. So clarity, you guys, is clearness or lucidity as to perception or understanding. It can also mean freedom from indistinctness or ambiguity, okay? So that basically means that if you're clear, you're free from not being able to identify, pinpoint what it is you do, who you are, what you, you know, what your lane or what your, um, mission and purpose is in whatever it is that you're doing. Indistinctness means not clearly marked or defined or not clearly distinguishable or perceptible as to the eye, ear, or mind. So if you go back to the definition on clarity, clarity is freedom from indistinctness. And again, indistinctness is when you are not clearly marked or defined. This is where a lot of people struggle at. They struggle because they do not have a clearly defined brand. They do not have a clearly defined story, which means they don't have a clearly defined message. Okay, and then ambiguity means doubtfulness or uncertainty of meaning or intention. And I'm raising my hand over here because I feel like we all have been at this point where we are doubtful, we get imposter syndrome, and we feel like we're not as valuable or that we don't deserve to charge what we charge or we don't deserve the certain types of clientele that we dream of. And that doubtfulness comes from not being clear, not having that freedom to say, I know who I am, what I'm here to do, who I'm here to serve. And that's where um, that doubtfulness and uncertainty comes from. And so again, clarity is clearness or lucidity as to how people perceive you, how you perceive yourself, and then understanding and being able to translate who you are, what you do, how you show up to yourself and to the world. And having clarity leads to confidence, which we're going to break down as well. But I wanted to break down that word and that definition so that we're completely clear, you guys, on what does it mean to have clarity at the end of the day? So to me, when you're clear, 
You'll know how you need to operate your business. You know how you need to speak to your people and so on and so forth. And like I've been saying a lot this year is that when people can hear you, they will respond. Like you don't need a thousand people in your tribe, you guys. You don't. You don't need a thousand people. But you need to know how to talk to the 10, 50, or 100 people who are actually hearing your message, right? And that's why it's super important to get clear on what your message is so that you know how to communicate with your people. So in business, this is what clarity typically looks like. It's knowing specifically what you bring to the table. It's knowing, and I'm talking food because I'm a little hungry, (laughs) but it's in, in so many words, imagine it this way. It's knowing who your platter is for and knowing how to invite them to the table. So if you know that if if you you're ahead of the game and you're clear if you know that your people are allergic to seafood, you're not going to invite them to a table where there's seafood. You're going to only invite people to that seafood table that is not allergic or that enjoys that type of dish. And so this is where clarity comes in at and that's what it typically translates as as a business owner. So let's take it a step further. Once These individuals, once you've invited them to your table, once they're seated at your table, so once a new customer client comes to your business, then they have conversations with you where you'll then be able to identify what they need. And I think this is where a lot of us fail, right? We start businesses, we creating businesses where there's no need for what you offer and you never really find out what your people need because you're not clear on how you serve in the first place. No matter who it is, you're not clear on how you serve. So once they're seated at your table and you start to have these conversations and you're starting to identify what people need, then you align their need with what you have on your platter, which is your offer, okay? So you gotta get them in first. And the only way to get people in is for your clarity to translate and to get their attention. I hope that makes sense. Now, the reason why clarity over money is far more valuable is because there is no cap on the conversations that you're going to have that will lead you to your end goal, which as a business owner, as a creative, is to make money and it is to make impact. It's to make money and it is to make impact. So that is why when you are clear on who the heck you are and when you are clear on the season that you're in, because I feel like as you transition through life, that clarity can get a little cloudy and you have to redefine who you are in that particular season. But when you get clear, when you get clear, it naturally aligns you to attract the money that you need and that you desire. But it will not happen if you're not clear. And even if you do have a sale here or there or whatever the case may be, if you you know reach your goal here and there, I don't know about y'all, but we're all in this to have consecutive wins, right? We do have losses, but in order to get consecutive wins, you need to have clarity. I digress. So let's continue to break down that caption that I posted. And let's talk about confidence over money. Let's define the word confidence. Confidence is full trust in yourself. It's belief in the powers, the trustworthiness, or the reliability of a person or a thing. So let's backtrack a little bit to clarity. 
when you have that doubtfulness and you're not un, you're not certain and you feel like who you are and what you do has no meaning or no real intention, then naturally you kind of clam up a little bit. You lose confidence. Even if you don't feel like you're intentionally losing confidence, you lose confidence. So let me kind of give you a little uh, scenario. Think back to when you were in high school or even college and you had to present some type of book report to your class. Now, I don't know about y'all, but there were a lot of instances where we wait till the night before to read the book or we don't read the book at all and think we can wing it. But if you actually read the book and you actually know the characters and you actually know the storyline, then when it's time to get up in front of the classroom to present the story, how many of you are way more confident than the time where you read the book the morning of on the bus or the night before and you didn't really retain what you have read. And so you weren't that sure about whether you translated the story or not that you were presenting. And so that's how I like to think about not having clarity in what I'm doing is because it just automatically dimmers your confidence. So when you're clear, you're confident, and you need confidence to sell that platter of food. And I'm talking about your offer. <laughs> when you're clear, you're confident, and you need confidence to sell your platter. Because again, anybody can sell, yes, but is there longevity in your selling? Are you consecutively, consistently bringing in money? And I want to share with you like my personal experience with this this year towards the end of today's show. So if you're not clear on what you bring to the table or knowing who you're targeting, then you won't be confident in inviting people to your table because you will feel uncertain. You will feel like you have no real mention or why is these people why are they trusting me why are they doing this confidence comes from clarity confidence comes from clarity right so when you're confident you then set the prices that translate your value or more you stick to those prices and you create and operate in systems that allow you your life and your business to scale and thrive so that's a lot of the reason why Sometimes we don't charge what we need to be charging. It's because we lack clarity and we lack confidence to sell what our prices are or to sell the product or service that we're offering because we don't feel worthy of those prices because we're not even sure if what we're selling to them is legit or what we're selling to them really has value. Okay, so this is why praying for confidence to articulate your value is critical to the success of your business. And the reason why I, in that caption, I said, you know, I pray for clarity, number one, and then I pray for confidence to articulate is because even if you're clear, if you can't actually articulate, aka tell people how great you are in a not cocky way, but if you can't confidently articulate your value. If you can't confident, confidently tell people, hi, my name is Natasha Tidy Weston. I'm a three times bestselling author. I'm the owner of Totspot Media, where I help small businesses to create creative content and digital marketing in the online space. I help them to stake their place online through A, B, and C. If I can't confidently articulate that the way I just articulated it to you, then there is no business because people aren't hearing you and even if you're talking, it sounds like Charlie Brown. Wah, wah, wah. So articulation is very, very, very important, you guys. And I struggled with this for 
years. I struggled with articulating my value and it showed because I wasn't making money in my business. I knew I was valuable, but because I lacked clarity from within, I couldn't put into words enough to even speak to my ideal customers and clients. And therefore, the money I could have been making wasn't being made. So in most cases, getting that confidence, it starts with nailing what is commonly known as an elevator pitch. But really, honestly, you guys, it's more than that. When you're confident in the products and services you offer, this comes to second nature. And one thing that I have learned, one thing I have learned over the years is that the best way to gain confidence and to get to the point where you even can craft an elevator speech or a personal brand statement is to really truly know and have had firsthand experience in the things that you're offering. So um, earlier today, I was on a uh, content meeting with a brand that I work very closely with on their content. And um, they were talking about stepping into a particular uh, lane. And they said that they came to me because they knew that I had pretty, they knew without a shadow of a doubt that I was the person to get advice from, the person to offer them that particular service because I had actively done it for myself for so long. And so that's the best way to get confident. It's not necessarily that you're not clear on who you are and how great you are and that you don't know your value. It's just that when you have done things for yourself, when you have gotten the hands-on experience, when you know without a shadow of a doubt that you have put blood, sweat, and tears into something, when you know that you have spent enough time in an area where you've seen the highs of that area, where you've seen the lows of that area, where you've seen the ins and outs of that particular area, then it's easy to sell that. It's easy to walk up to somebody and say, hey, I am the best fit person for this. My business is the best option for this because I spent five, 10 years doing this for myself. And that's why you guys, I am so big. I am so big on the attitude of if I want a radio show, I'm going to start a podcast because I need to get experience. I need to know the ins and outs of this. If I'm so big on, if I want to have my own talk show one day, then I'm going to create my own right now on a smaller scale so that I can learn the ups and the downs. So I can learn the ins and outs so that I can offer this later as a service. Because guess what? People hire people that have receipts. They don't hire people that are just holding the pen. They hire people that actually have receipts. and. Having receipts is the best catalyst for a confident you. And a confident and clear you is what translates into monetization. It is what translates into impact, all right? So let's move into wisdom because wisdom was uh, the last part of that caption. I said, I want, I pray for wisdom to handle the benefits that come with it. So at this point, you're clear, you're confident, which means you're attracting people, you're converting people into customers and clients, which means the, the thing that I said I don't pray for anymore, which is money, guess what's automatically naturally coming to me? Money. So now we got money in our hands, right? And Lord, 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 If you don't know what to do with that money, if you don't know where to 
invest it, if you don't know to put it back in your business, if you don't know um, what to do with it to make your life better, if you don't know what to do with it, then all of what we just talked about will be all for nothing. So let's define wisdom, just in case you're wondering. Wisdom is knowledge of what is true or right coupled with just judgment as to action. This is also, you guys, commonly referred to as discernment or insight. So there are a lot of people doing all the things. There are a lot of people making money. There are a lot of people super confident. There are a lot of people super clear. But in five years, those people won't have the money that they didn't necessarily have to pray for due to clarity and confidence because they didn't have the wisdom. They didn't have the discernment to know where to invest, where to put the money, how to spend the money, or whatever the case may be. Now, this is the golden ticket because, again, You can make all the money in the world. You can have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of customers and clients who cross paths with you or your business. But if you don't have the wisdom to know how to keep them and keep the train operating, your business will fail eventually. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. So I am constantly asking God, Lord, show me a strategy. Lord, give me the wisdom to know how to conduct this conference call. Lord, give me the wisdom. Give me the intel. Give me the insight to know how to speak to this particular individual so that I can get to my end goal and that we both can walk out of this happy. Lord, give me the discernment. Give me the wisdom. Give me insight that the average human operating from their own will and might is not going to have in this meeting. Those are the things I pray for. I don't pray for the money anymore because the wisdom, the confidence, and the clarity are far more valuable, far more valuable. Because when you have those things, everything in your life will operate from a place of flow. It's going to operate from a place of flow because number one, you're tuned in. You have the best person that could head your business. You have the best advisor in life. And that's God, you guys. And, and, And when you constantly ask him for things that aren't money because money money comes and goes right money is like a revolving door but if you have clarity in who you are in this season if you have the confidence because you're clear on who you are in this season and you ask God for the wisdom to allow you to navigate the spaces you're in and give you the clarity and the intel to know how to handle yourself in certain situations and to know how to strategize in a way that may not be the most popular, but maybe the way to get you to your end goal and make income and impact is so much more valuable than asking for money because money is the natural result of clarity, confidence, and wisdom. And so if you don't hear anything else that I said in this episode, please hear me when I say, Stop asking for money. Stop praying for money. Stop becoming a slave to money. Stop basing everything you do off of money because it will not last. It will not last because money is far less valuable than clarity, confidence, and wisdom. Now, let's bring it all home because y'all know I'm really big on real life examples and really breaking down what I am doing, because I feel like that's how I'm valuable to you guys, is by giving you guys like intel and insight on what I'm doing behind the scenes 
to get clear, stay clear, be confident, and to operate from a place of wisdom. So let me tell you this, and I want you to write this down. I want you to tweet this. I want you to post it on your Facebook, your Snapchat, your Instagram stories, and tag me because this is going to change the game for you guys. This is going to change the game for you guys. This is going to change the game for you guys. And if you've ever listened to my podcast, you know that when I repeat something a million times, like I just did, it is going to change the trajectory of what you're doing at this very moment. Now, this is for my business owners. This is for those of you out there who are freelancing. This is for those of you out there who have agencies, who have brands, who have businesses. This is for you. Pen, paper, in hand, let's go. The key to consistent revenue in your business is repeat customers and clients. That's it. That's it. It's not your marketing. It's not your branding. It's not none of that. The key to consistent revenue in your business is repeat customers and clients. Now, that's why I broke down that caption because you got to nail those three things before you get to consistent revenue. You got to. You got to get clear. You got to get confident. You got to operate from a place of wisdom in order to generate consistent revenue in your business. Period. It is no way around it. And if you find success there without those three things we talked about earlier, it's not going to be long lasting. It's going to be super temporary. So let me repeat that one more time for those of y'all who haven't ever had your ears clogged or whatever. Don't forget to tweet this, tag me, post it on your stories, post it as your status, tag me. The key to, well, let me backtrack. Once you get clarity, confidence, and operate from a place of wisdom, The key to consistent revenue in your business is repeat customers and clients. All right, let me break it down because I know y'all are dying for me to break it down. Now, I mentioned earlier, like way earlier in the episode that this year, I not only doubled my revenue just strictly through Tots by Media. That's not including Ethylene Carry, which is my online boutique. That's not including, um, you know, personal brand stuff, affiliate partnerships. That's not including any of the other things that I generate money and income through. I'm talking about my sole business, which is Tots by Media, which is a service-based company, right? Not only was I able to double my revenue this year, which is currently 2020, and probably the worst year that we've ever experienced because it's a global pandemic, not only was I able to double my revenue in just my one business. But this also happened in a year where, you guys, I was I walked away from my job and, and not necessarily voluntarily, the job ended. The job that was so super cushy, I was making so much money, more money than I've ever made, even in my business. I made a lot of money, you guys. And so those two pivotal things happened this year. The nine to five ended. And we were in the middle of a global pandemic. And I was still able to double, probably if I count my numbers right, possibly almost triple by the end of 2020, the revenue for Tide Spot Media. And it happened because I got super duper duper clear on who I was, what I was offering, who I was here to serve. I mean, I got down to the nitty gritty of it. And I, because clarity was something, again, that I struggled with for a very, very, very long time. And I had to buckle down and say, I'm not investing no more money. I'm not doing nothing else until I can sit down and truly articulate what I'm here to do. And once I did that, I found myself more confident to say, all right, the first major thing I did, I feel like that really changed 
the trajectory of my business was I started charging for um, consultations. So typically speaking, you know, you do free discovery calls when you have a service-based business, you know, to talk to the individual who you might be servicing. And I had done that for so many years when I did uh, brand coaching. But once I got really clear on who I was and what I was offering, I was like, you know what? I want to streamline and make sure that I'm specifically only talking to individuals who, number one, understand my value, understand the results that I can get for them. But two, I want to attract, I want to intentionally only attract people who are ready for what I can bring to the table. And the number one thing for me, it's going to vary for you, obviously, but the number one thing I did was I put a stop to doing free consultations. Here is what that did um, for me. That allowed me to know specifically who was at my table because if you invest the amount of money that I charge for a consultation for 20 minutes to get me on the phone, um, to get my team on the phone, to even determine if we can help you, that tells a lot. That speaks a lot of volume into um, that individual. And it's a great indicator that that person is, in fact, someone who is hearing what you're saying, right? That's nine times out of 10, the person that needs to be invited to your table. Because now what? You're on the phone with them. You're on Zoom with them. And they're telling you the areas they're struggling in. And now you can identify a need and make sure that what's on your platter again, what you offer, is in alignment. And so that was the first thing I think that I did that for sure started putting me in a better position to earn more money. So now I have a client roster who I'm not just working with anybody and and Talkspot Media doesn't have hundreds of clients. But the one consistent thing that has happened this year are repeat clients. Meaning, even if someone finds me or finds me or talks about media on Facebook and they say, hey, I need a website or hey, I need to book a 90 minute call, Zoom call with you just to kind of go back and forth, get some ideas on what I'm doing or something I'm getting ready to launch. It's like once once you get them in the door, once you get them at your table, it's so much easier to become a part of what they're doing, to become a part of their team organically, right? Because when your people know they can rely on you to execute, that's like the best, best thing ever because you're not spending so much time trying to attract new people. You're not spending so much time trying to get new clients in the door. And one thing that I know to be true on how to keep repeat customers and clients is to make sure that they have no choice but to stick with you. And here is how I've been able to do that. And what has truly doubled our revenue this year is that, yes, we're a creative content and digital marketing agency, but our service offerings are super streamlined. We offer certain things that people just automatically know that we know how to do. Every now and again, you know, we'll venture out. For example, one aspect of Talks About Media is we do digital graphics. We do websites, landing pages. But there are occasional repeat customers who they're so comfortable with the company that if they need something that they don't know that we actively offer, they'll come to us and say, hey, I need A, B, and C. Is this something you offer? And if it's something that falls in alignment with what Tide Spot Media does, 
we'll bend the rules and we'll figure out a way to get it done for them. And most of the time in our experience, it's been super successful and it has turned into a reoccurring service. I'm going to give you all an example. One of our clients, which is a public relations agency, we do work for the agency, the agency owner, and the agency's clients. So yeah, it's like a three-tiered thing. So we do a lot of work with that particular company. And one day the owner came to me and said, hey, I'm wanting to get some custom mailer boxes created to send out to my clients, but I want it customized. I don't just want to send out a regular box. That was not a service that we had actually offered prior to that conversation. Well, we went ahead, we did a custom design for her, we posted it on social media, and people went absolutely nuts. As a result of that, I decided to send out an email blast to everybody on that email, on the Talkspot Media email list, and I said, hey, you know, um, holidays are coming up, Black Friday is coming up, um, let us design a custom mailer box for you, blah, blah, blah. We ended up booking over five customers um, that particular day who half of them were existing clients that didn't know we offered that because we didn't, right? It's a new service. And then two, the other half were completely new clients who are now asking us to do other services that are in alignment with the service service uh, list or menu that we already have. So do you get what I'm saying? It's like, if you figure out a way to keep people with you and to offer them things that kind of complete what they're trying to accomplish, then you're winning. And then to take it a step further, the reason why I am really big on relationship building and making sure that when I work with other individuals like photographers or publicists or event planners or makeup artists, the reason why I'm really big on not just sitting in a makeup artist chair and only calling them or speaking to them when I'm getting my makeup done is because I'm big on relationships, not just for me, but I'm big on relationships because that adds to my value. Building relationships with individuals who can also serve my clients at the highest level possible is a part of who I am. I, let me tell you something, nobody messing with my network, okay? And that's because I'm intentionally building relationships with people. I really wanna get to know people because it brings value to me. So when people hire me, when they hire my company, they're not just hiring Natasha. They're hiring the network that I've worked so hard to build. They're hiring the relationships that I've built over the last 10 years. So if they come to me and they say, hey, I need a publicist, is that something you guys offer as well? Do you offer people? PR services? I'm going to say, no, we don't offer that, but I have an amazing colleague who has an agency and I can literally tell them all about the agency and point them in the right direction. Or a really big one, I get a lot of clients who say, I need help with blank brand clarity. I need help uh, with launching this project. And I'm like, well, we can't necessarily help you with that unless it's content or marketing. But I've got a friend named Misha who is the queen at branding and she's the queen at launching certain things. And I'll point you there. And so if there's something that's out of your lane, you have a network of reliable others to assist and that your clients won't have a reason to go anywhere else. They'll constantly work with you. They'll constantly hire you because now they see that you have a, a really a community of people and so they're not just paying you for the initial service that you are providing to them. They're, a lot of that value it comes with the network that you come with. So there are two areas that matter the most. And the first area um, in order to get these repeat customers and clients is to create the best experience for them. 
create the best experience for them. I'm really big on communication. I'm really big on uh, figuring out where the cracks are in my in my competition businesses, right? No, I'm not focused on what they're doing, but I'm very aware of where they're dropping the ball. And I like to pick that ball up and offer those things to my clients, okay? So at Topspot Media, I'm really big on communication. I'm really big on following up, keeping my clients in the loop. Um, and just having systems and things in place on the back end to make sure that their their um, experience with us is very, very, very polished, that it is a good experience, one that will allow them from start to finish to enjoy what they're doing and they don't even feel like they spent whatever amount of money that they spent. So that's the first area that is very important and that matters the most when it comes to getting these repeat customers and clients. The second area that matters the most is, of course, what I just mentioned. I got a little bit ahead of myself, but it's building relationships with people in other industries so you have a network to receive referrals from and get referrals to. I can't tell y'all how much business I get just from my network. Like, you want to have a network so solid to where you're always receiving new clients and customers just because your network is talking about you, just because they know that you do a certain thing and they can point people in your direction. And like I mentioned before, if you don't offer a particular service or whatever, you've got a network where you can send that business to other people. I'm telling you guys, it is the key. It is the key. It is the key to consistent revenue in your business. It is the key to getting those repeat customers and clients. And I don't know if you guys have noticed because you probably only noticed if you've been connected with me for a while, but I don't spend half as much time on Instagram or Facebook anymore. And it's not that I don't need social media to grow and to build my business, but it's not, I can confidently say it is not the end all be all. It can shut down tomorrow and it really will not matter because number one, I am working really closely with my repeat customers and clients who, of course, let me take it a step further, refer me to their friends and their networks and their colleagues. And so it's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) It's really the gift that keeps on giving. I digress because I feel like I gave you guys a lot of information today. But the bottom line here is I want you guys, especially going into this new year, is to become really clear because when you're clear, you're confident. And once you're clear and confident, the money will automatically start to trickle in. It will start to pour in. Forget trickle. It'll start to pour in. You won't have to pray for money. I feel like praying for money is like wasted energy because you could be praying for things far more valuable, aka clarity and confidence. And then operate in wisdom. Operate in wisdom. And I'm going to say this and then I'm going to wrap things up. Um, I made a post on social media earlier where I said, you know, let me just go ahead and be the one to say it. You do not have to, don't feel like you're obligated to do a Black Friday sale if if simply if it's not something you want to do, or even more importantly, if it's not in alignment with your brand goals. Like just because the world and everybody who has a business is doing a Black Friday sale, it doesn't mean you have to do one. And I feel like this is where the wisdom comes in at. This is where the clarity comes in at. This is where the confidence comes in at. Do you guys see why those three things are so freaking important? It's because... Let me just give you an example of why I bring the whole Black Friday thing up is because I feel like every year we're we're constantly telling people, you need to have a Black Friday sale. You're going to leave money on the table. And I get it, but I get it, I get it, I get it. 
and I'm not knocking Black Friday because F on Carry is for sure going to have a Black Friday sale. Um, but I feel like for, you know, maybe someone that's a new business owner or maybe someone who, if you have a Black Friday sale, is going to put you further in the hole than if you had just went on about your regularly scheduled business. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday is a weekend, you guys. It is not the end of the world. So it's 2020. If you can't do Black Friday this year, it is not the end of the world. And so, again, that comes with being clear being confident and having wisdom to say, all right, I know if I mark down my merchandise 50%, I'm going to be losing money. I'm going to go into negatives versus actually bringing in a profit. That to me is not having discernment. It's not using wisdom. I digress. That's I wanted to bring that example up just so you understand what I mean by asking for wisdom. Because again, if you, if you don't use wisdom or discernment or use insight in that particular example that I just shared, then you're going to lose the money that you prayed for in the first place. So it does not make sense. All right. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Clarity, confidence, wisdom. And I give you guys a little intel on the back end of how I've been able to double uh, my revenue through Talkspot Media this year alone. And not even a whole 12 months if I think about it, because I wasn't like doing a lot in my business before my nine to five ended either. And so I hope you enjoyed today's show. I don't know what y'all took away from it, but I feel like y'all took a lot away from it. So don't keep it to yourself. Share today's episode with a friend. Share it with your network. Go ahead ahead and make a post about it. Tag me in it so I can repost you, sis. All right? (laughs) Um, Or bro, because we got some fellas listening to us as well. Shout out to all of my fellas out there. Thank y'all so much for listening to another episode. I cannot wait for the next show. Don't forget to catch up on all past episodes at tabletalkwithtidy.com. Again, we are also on Amazon Music and every other podcasting platform out there. Don't forget to leave a review. Leave a review, you guys. Even if you're not on Apple Podcasts, go on our Facebook page. I will leave the link in the description. Drop us a review over there as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And again, you can connect with me off of the podcast at NatashaWeston.com. Sign up for my group chat. I send out an email every Monday. And they're usually pretty awesome, if I must say so myself. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will chat with you soon.